That's right. That's right. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. Where are we? Where? Who are we? <clears throat> it is the Stalo podcast. Welcome. My name is Anthony Barrera. I am your host. Joining me is my co-host, Samaj Melson. Smash a belly, baby. Once again, we're back. Let's go. That's right. That's right. That's Don't forget the baby, right? Don't forget the baby. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us, a special guest host, uh, the other half of LLE Entertainment, James Mena. How we doing? Let's go. Back again. I think I'm ready this time. Well, listen, gentlemen, we are at week one of the NFL season. It's a great time to be alive. It's 2021. We just had a lot of really good football, really disappointing football, and really exciting football. Let's get into it. First off, I want to talk about the guy who sunk my fantasy week. Week one, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay at New Orleans, the shellacking 38-3. to <laughs> React. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> two fantasy points. One point, two points, to be honest. I don't think he ever got that before. In this was the NFL. MVP gets two points in fantasy. That's sad. Which fantasy is a whole different, you know what I mean, side of the spectrum. Right. But on the side note, they only put up three points total against the New Orleans Saints, who no longer have Drew Brees, who are no longer looked at as an elite team. I think How do the, we feel about that? The, the Green Bay didn't really do anything, though, like adding players, you know what I mean? Like, So it's kind of just like, mm. do you like think, But they were an elite team last year. Do you yeah. think Aaron's staying away during this, uh, this whole I don't want to be in Green Bay, fuck you, time uh, played anything to do with with this to a small extent i feel like they did not come out to play regardless you know what i mean past sunday hmm. the saints just took advantage the energy was the just saints, not there the saints i think J- Jameis winston really has something to prove this game so i think he really did prove it though too for real i mean i I'm, i know he knew that he probably only had a few games to really make an impact and make himself like the starter on the team before they entertained the thought of Taysom Hill. Is there? And he did it week one. He did it week one. He got himself a five W. Five touchdowns. That man threw five he touchdowns. He, he threw that a pass that traveled 50 yards, which had not happened in Drew Brees' entire tenure <laughs> with the Saints. <laughs> it's so funny because Drew Brees. You really understand that, that this offense has not had someone that was capable of throwing the ball more than 50 yards on any given team at any given time. That's crazy to think. And they were that elite. Now you have someone there that can do it. I'm telling you, y'all better watch out for New Orleans. That shit was crazy. That's so funny because Drew Brees is like, oh, I guess that's what they're missing is a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shit. But, but, yeah, that's... that's. That was an ass whooping, man. Um, let's keep it moving to Tampa Bay and Dallas. Honestly, um, <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott did exactly what I thought he was going to do and disappointed. <laughs> Jeez. Dallas did exactly what I thought they were going to do and score a bunch of points in garbage time and try to make it close. And Tampa Bay did exactly what I thought they were going to do and just win. A couple takes on that. Zeke wasn't being used at all. I That's feel true. like Dallas immediately decided that Tampa Bay's D-line's too big. They're too strong. We're not going to get anything on the ground. So immediately they throw to Tony Pollard. They run like these weird... Running plays to him, you know what I mean? But see, like, why throw the ball to Tony Pollard? I thought Zeke was a great—he's a great receiver out of the backfield. Yeah, but the way Tony Pollard's built is different for sure as for what the vertical thing that they're trying to do, you know what I mean? Trying to get his little skinny ass to go around, you know what I mean? He can pass everybody. Let's be real. Zeke's a big dude, so he's like, he's not he's not slipping past dudes like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a big body. Tony Tony's a lot smaller. You can make those type of plays. So I don't feel like it's Zeke's fault he didn't produce because he was not being used because I personally feel like Dallas made that decision very early on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think they paid for it, too. Like, you abandoned the run early because, like, the lead is becoming insurmountable. 
But by doing that, you isolate and phase out one of like the key contributors on your offense. And I just don't I, like again, like uh, it, it's hard to maintain discipline when everything is going wrong. And I think that's Dallas's biggest problem right now. No, I'll, I'll agree with you to a certain extent because I'll say for sure it's like, you know, just an example today, I was playing James and Madden and I beat him a couple of times. But for <laughs> sure, is he gave up on the run too early. Because <laughs> he, he, he was doing well. He was doing very well on the run and he gave it up too early. And in my, my head, I was thinking like, if he kept running the ball, man, this game would probably be different. You okay, we're getting off topic. No, that's not off topic. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. When it comes to Dallas, like, scoring in garbage time, I don't feel like they ever scored in garbage time. I feel like all the points that they scored. You thought it was competitive? Yeah, it was was competitive. For sure it was competitive. That was a competitive game. Yeah, I think Dak so had something to prove for sure. And Brady, all, Brady had the stats. edge yeah, for majority. Have been you know what I mean? Dak but continues to be a fantasy darling because he always puts up numbers like it's fine. But darling, like, okay. that might have been a factor too, though. Like you know what I mean? Like air it out. You know what I mean? Like type of thing. Like, Again, and I'm sure Dak loves it for stats and like his, you know the, the stat line. But I'm sure Zeke is like how many games until they decide to do what they did last season and just phone it in for the rest of the season. Well, I mean they're gonna play this whole year that is, that uh, Dak is healthy. Last year, the biggest thing is Dak wasn't healthy, bro. That's why they gave up so early. You know what I mean? I don't feel like that's going to be the case this year. So We'll have to see, man. But let's keep it moving to Seattle versus Indy. Seattle Dallas won. wins the East. Dal- you're saying Dallas is going to win the East? Dallas is winning the East. You're calling it right now. I'm on calling, camera. I'm calling, it, I'm calling it right now. Dallas is winning the East. I cannot wait to see how wrong you are when Philadelphia wins. Philadelphia's going to win the East? I think Philadelphia's going to win the East. Okay, I can't wait to see how wrong you are. Winner gets a truly packed. Look at this guy. That's perfectly fine. All right, so <laughs> Seattle and Indy, Seattle and Indy. Russell Wilson, of course, came out, won the first week. Let we this is like, yeah, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson doing what he does, you know, airing it out to Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Moonball is back, right? Carson Wentz played, which surprised which the hell out of me because I thought COVID he was out. List not too long ago. Next thing I know, he's on the fucking field. Which, yeah, I was pretty surprised about <sighs> that. I told some people to switch that. My friend had a, a Wentz in fantasy, and I was like, hey man, why don't you pick up Winston? Like, you know, he's right there available for you. But I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, um, not, right I was surprised one. to see him play. Yeah, I was surprised to see Wentz play. Wasn't surprised to see the Seahawks beat the Colts. You know what I mean? Yeah, not a really big shocker here. Hopefully, Seattle yeah, just fucking continues doing this because they're my pick coming out of the NFC West. So I, you know, we just need them to keep this up. Want to know, motherfuckers? I feel like they will. I mean, obviously, <laughs> it looks like you're becoming a Seahawks fan. But Seattle being Seattle, <laughs> Russ being Russ. But uh, the Colts, I feel like they're a team that will get it together along the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, hopefully they pick it up. I mean, losing against Seattle isn't the worst thing in the world. It's not frowned upon. Definitely not frowned upon. Let's see where they take it from here. Next up, we got Jacksonville at Houston. Damn. You know, Houston, Tyrod Taylor came out and did his fucking thing. Mr. Deflated Lung himself came uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, would just, I would not have seen that coming, to be that, real That's you. how you put it? Mr. Deflated Lung airs it out? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, but anyways, yeah, Ty- Tyrod Taylor definitely played. He definitely played well, very, very well. Jacksonville does not have a lot of talent on that roster, as I suspected, and it was showcased. You know what I mean? Trevor Lawrence could try all he wants, but I mean, like, listen, this team was suspect from the beginning. I called it way long ago. They're going two and whatever the fuck this year. They're not winning any games. We don't disagree. With it's you, crazy. It's gonna be bad. It's gonna be it's bad. Trevor call. Lawrence is gonna have a Peyton Manning first year esque. It's gonna be really, really bad. Um, this year is not about winning anything. It's about gauging what you have no, i yeah. hope they protect trevor lawrence but based on this week's performance it's not looking good for him it's learning how to lose basically because he hasn't lost since who yeah, knows when it's going to be a very <laughs> humbling season for homeboy 
Yeah, exactly. Very humbly. Yeah, <laughs> Humility. I'm going to bend the knee. I said we can move on from there. Definitely. Um, Arizona, Tennessee. I did not expect to see a team led by Derrick Henry and the overpaid Brad himself, Ryan Tannehill, to get their Jeez. asses kicked the way that they did against uh, Kyler Murray and company. I just want to put he's out, he's not paid. that paid compared to a lot of quarterbacks. Uh, he's overpaid for his skill. Uh, and it was actually proven this week because it really came down was, to him. Yeah, I was and surprised it, to see that. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Go for it, man. That well, I mean, the Cardinals played tremendous. Yeah. And he got sacked five times by the same dude. Sheesh. By the same dude. Right by the right same dude. <laughs> Some people have five sacks throughout the season. This man had it the first Imagine game. after, like, the, the, the second oh. sack. He's talking shit, right? Definitely. Like, ah, I got you, motherfucker, right? After the fourth sack, it's like, he's hype. After the fifth sack? I want to kill him. What do you say? You think they would just run it at that point? Like, I just like... had an all-time game against you, boy. And Derek Kern I mean, that goes really to the, the tackle either. or the, the guard, whoever was guarding Yeah, big disrespect game. to that tackle, man. Couldn't do your job. And For that's real. probably why you didn't you win got Anthony game. over here talking shit, man. Sorry, I'm talking real reckless about Tennessee right now, especially Tannehill. Again, I think he's overpaid, and I think he's not the answer at quarterback. I think you're wasting a year of Derrick Henry's career. You could have gone sure after enough. a better quarterback in free agency. Like Imagine Derek Bridgewater Carter. on that team or something. You, know? you could have gotten Deshaun Bridgewater? Watson. You could have gotten Deshaun Watson. How? Sheesh, Deshaun Watson. Who are they going to trade? Who are they going to trade? The next two first-round picks. Man. And then you just paired Deshaun we Watson. We don't know oh, what the Texans are willing to take, man. So let's get that out of here. But it, bet, bet. But if you're, wanting, if you're trying to say they're a better team with Deshaun Watson, then definitely. I'm just saying they could have gone out and gotten a better quarterback in free agency. Deshaun Watson was not the only choice. Russell Wilson was on the trade market for a while. Let's have that out there as well. So you think they could have pulled him? I mean, again, you offer Ryan Tannehill, who was like, he came off his best. I thought, I thought he, was, he was weak. Compared he to what is weak, saying. but like, uh, he's see, got some trade value. Contradicting. <laughs> yeah, man, that's been NFL recap. Week one. Let's get it. Let's go. Stay let's tuned for the second uh, segment of Stay Low Podcast. And we're back, segment two. We got week two predictions. We choose uh, five of the most interesting games coming up and give you the odds. And we take we give you our take on them. First up, we got Jacksonville at Denver, Trevor Lawrence, and Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Jeez. Dance. Uh, Denver, uh, sorry, uh, Jacksonville is slated to lose by six. What Jeez. do you guys think? Jacksonville slated to lose by six sounds about right, man. I don't see them doing much better at all. Well, think about it, though. Jerry Judy's, you know, hurt now. That's Fox. Someone might step up, but I mean. But uh, I just I think Bridgewater showed too much macho week one to just fizzle out against an inferior team in week two. Um, as much as I would hate an AFC West foe winning a game, I just don't see Denver losing this. I'm gonna, I see it being a shootout. Really? I think that uh, Lawrence is mad. He's, you know, like, what the heck happened? The man's a winner. I'll give you that. He wins, right? But not with this team. Not with the NFL, buddy. Not with this team. They have some nice receivers. They have some nice receivers and a nice running back. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to predict Jacksonville Jacksonville takes it. I'm going to predict that. You're going to cover the the spread on that one, buddy? Six points? (sighs) I don't know if I'll do that. I'll bring you back next week just to talk this up again. I'll your mark this shit. I'll say, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll stand by that. Jackson wins by, stand by, by a touchdown. Yeah. Jacksonville wins by you touchdown. Hear you hear that right now. Jacksonville by six. And Lawrence, uh, Lawrence throws the touchdown, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh. mad, man. He's mad. I saw him walking off the field. He was kind of just like, dang, I lost. Yeah. What do you think, Samaj? <laughs> you going to take the spread out? You going to take the. Yeah, no, I'll take the spread for sure. 
So uh, Denver by six. Yeah, I'm a Raider fan though. So if Listen, I mean, fuck Denver, <laughs> but I mean, like, yeah, yeah no, Jags. it's fuck Denver every time. If they don't beat the Jags, like, I honestly, I'd be happy if they lost to the Jags. But I'm taking Denver by six. Yeah, definitely. Let's keep it moving though. Houston and Cleveland. Cleveland is favored by thirteen. I don't know about thirteen, but I'll take them by six point five. Yeah, I take Cleveland winning for sure. Listen, man. Tyrod Taylor, Mr. Deflated Lung, might just air that shit out once again and fucking shit all over Baker Mayfield. So you know what? I'm taking Houston. Jeez. I'm taking Houston. I'm not by taking 13? them by 13, though. I'm not, not going to give them 13. Sorry. I'll, I'll give you a, I'll take Houston at three and a half. Dang. Yeah. I think they went by more than a field goal. Sorry. I just, I, I fuck with it. I fuck with, I fuck with Tyrod Taylor, what? man. I wonder where it's at, though. Um, I think it's going to be at Cleveland. Um, that's probably oh. why they're, they're getting the large uh, spread because teams oh, usually true. get a higher home spread field. when they're at home field. Home probably why Pittsburgh is getting six and a half, but we'll talk about that shit in a bit. <laughs> what do you think, Smash? On the whole... Um, Cleveland, Houston by... I'm leaning in Cleveland as well. You know what I mean? But but I'm a 6.5, not 13. I don't think they're going to blow them out. Let's keep it moving then. Chicago at Cincinnati. Chicago is favored by two and a half. I mean, honestly, I could definitely see the... Um, Bears losing that game. Yeah, um, Cincinnati is probably going to win like eight or nine games, if that. Mm-hmm. Chicago is not going to win that many games. They're probably going to win like five or six. So I think Cincinnati is going to win. I think this is a favorable bet to take. I think Cincinnati, I'll cover the points on that too. I'll even give you a point. Cincinnati by three and a half. Okay. I think that like, if I had to make a parlay, that's probably the first. Uh, that's probably the first game I'm looking at. Yeah, I can see Cincinnati beating Chicago, to be honest. That's just that's just my input. What do you think, James? Cincinnati and Chicago. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. Joe Burrow and Chase looking nice. For real, Joe Burrow's got that cigar swag. I got to fuck with it. I got to fuck with it. <laughs> Let's keep it moving, man. Miami at Buffalo. Um, Buffalo's favored by three and a half points. Josh Allen is angry. He's still a fuckface, but he's still an immensely <laughs> talented fuckface. Yeah, that's true. So I'm definitely taking Buffalo for three and a half. Yeah, um, yeah I can see Buffalo easily taking that. Game. Sorry to, uh, they fucked up getting rid of Fitzmagic. Why? Well, you weren't Waddle, ready. Waddle. Um, you're not ready for Josh Allen and company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think, James? Uh, I would say Buffalo. Yeah, they're angry. They're ready for you know. They're ready to come back and get a W. Bounce back. Talking about bounce back. I think that's probably one of the safer, safer choices to take. Again, making a parlay. Probably looking at Chicago and Cincinnati and then Buffalo and Miami. Those are two pretty, I think, safe choices. Um, And then we arrive at one that really... Just doesn't make any sense, right? I'm just kidding. (laughs) I wouldn't think so. I mean, you know, they're at home. Pittsburgh and Las Vegas, right? Uh, Sorry, Las Vegas and Pittsburgh. The Steelers host the Raiders, who are coming off of one of the most emotional roller coaster games. Mm In recent memory, um, the Pittsburgh Steelers stole a game from Buffalo in week one. They should not have won that game. They had less than 100 yards rushing. They, I think, barely had 300 yards passing. Big Ben is washed. Hmm. I think this is the season that really is finally going to prove it. I think he's going to retire at the end of the season. Um, I think they might squeak into the playoffs, but right now I don't think they're going to have enough sauce to take care of the Raiders, who just showed that they had a, a superior defense yeah, I, I, I would definitely take the Raiders in this sense. I think the league is in for a rude awakening, and I guess that's a little bit of bias, and we'll get into it in the next segment. But, yeah, Pittsburgh by 6.5, I'm definitely not taking. Um, I'm taking Las Vegas. Not by 6.5. I'm not going to cover the spread. Probably going to go three points. Three and a half. 
I mean, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing, but for uh, if if the Pittsburgh wins, they only win by three points. I don't see them winning by a touchdown or more. Yeah, I mean, this might just turn into like a defensive struggle, honestly, because I think people like to shit on the Raiders' defense because of last season. One thing to keep in mind is that this is not that same defense. This is not that same coordinator guiding that defense. These are not the same players on the defense. They did what they had to do against Baltimore, and I think they're going to step up against Pittsburgh. The first quarter of this schedule is going to be the hardest for them, but I think if they win against Pittsburgh, they're in great shape heading into the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the Baltimore's defense was uh, was pretty nice too, so... But yeah, man, uh, those have been uh, those have been our picks for the season. Um, we'll check back in next week to see how it turned out and make some more. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'll catch y'all in segment three. Let's go Raiders! <laughs> Welcome back to the Stay Low Podcast. We are here for segment three, which is Las Vegas pulling the upset against the Baltimore Ravens, baby. That's right. That's right. Dude. Which was crazy. Is that, was that an upset? First off, let's paint a picture real quick. Imagine your favorite pizza parlor that sells beer in a small town city. Just a room full of people in black jerseys <laughs> screaming as fucking hard as they can. And then you will have described the scene at Pizza Factory on Monday night with me, James Samaj, and Ruben. <laughs> Shout out Pizza Factory. Holy <laughs> shit. Shout out Pizza Factory. Get a gallon of beer there for a fair price. We went through two and a half gallons of beer before we got through the end of that game. Let's, yeah, we let's talk to, about it, man. Let's, <laughs> let's really get into it because like, there was some bullshit leading up to it, honestly. Everyone thought the Ravens were going to win. Everyone thought the Ravens were going to win, right? Not me. Uh, Not me. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Everybody except us. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. Throughout the course of that game, like when they called back that touchdown and there was a fucking interception because Willie could- Sneed, for some reason, just couldn't close his hands fast enough and Derek Carr threw it with too much mustard. I think that Willis Sneed was kind of playing for the other team, low-key, right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was chill. with them last year, you know what I'm chill. saying? <laughs> he wanted to get it back, but, I mean, it would have been nice to see Willis Sneed score the game when he touched down against his that old team. That would have been nice, to it be would honest. Have, but as soon as that interception there. was thrown, my back was turned. I didn't want to look at the screen, man. I was upset. Yeah, Smash had money on the game. <laughs> it was looking bad, man. Let me tell you, there were people talking shit. There were people saying it was a rap. Lamar like had give, been given that last chance they needed, and the Raiders were going to Raider their way into a week one loss. Guess hmm. what happened? Guess who showed up? Guess who was shit-talked all of last season and decided to come play some fucking football in 2021? The Raiders defense, baby. The yeah, Raiders defense. Yeah, Don, yeah. Carl Nassib. Shout out Carl Nassib. Nassib. Not just a name. He's a fucking player. Let's go, Nassib. You know what I'm saying? It's Nassib. Nassib. <laughs> Sorry, bud. That being said, the Raiders' defense showed up huge. The defensive line cannot be argued with at this point, I don't think. People will still say things. Max bro. Crosby cannot be argued against anymore, I don't think. More sacks than uh, Nick Bosa so far. Let's talk about it. I'm serious. The offense purred like kitten. At times, they struggled, unfortunately. Derek Carr finished with 435 yards, two touchdowns, interception, which shouldn't have been an interception, should have been another touchdown. Put some fucking respect on his name. Number one this week, right? Number, Number one. one. this week, come on. 
Let's, let, like, let's re- Number one out of week one. Stop playing with this team. That's all I'm saying. And I know it's week one, and there's a first victory, and so there's an initial excitement. It was shaky on the offense. I'm not going to lie, mm. but that, I think that's the result of no preseason rips. It was a like, running joke throughout the first half of that game. And it's like it's almost like Derek Carr didn't play a preseason. <laughs> like, Said that a few times. <laughs> for real, at times it looked ugly. At times it looked downright bad. Second half team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Josh Jacobs was pulled three times due to injury. I thought he shouldn't have come back in. That was a little scary to but be honest. Him going so tough. Like I don't that. like seeing that man limp. Me neither, to be real with you, because it's scary. <laughs> but if Derek continues to like throw think, for four hundred plus yards, might not be much of a factor. That being said, I think they the backup Kenya Drake too. He, I think he really stepped up too, showed himself. You know, yeah, I think, he's great I think coming so. out of the backfield receiving. receiving running back. Yeah, definitely. I don't like that they force fed Waller. 19 targets. I like that they couldn't stop it. That's true, because in the beginning, they didn't I, really even target Brian Edwards at all. So it's kind of just like, what the hell is going on? But he, Only 10 of those targets were completed for nothing. 105 yards, touchdown, mind you. Look, he dropped a couple balls, but let's be honest, they forced it 19 times, yeah. right? He was double covered right? like most of that game. But they, like like you said, they forced it 19 times. Completes 10, over 100, and a touchdown. That's still nice. I think he's got a string of like 13 straight games having over 100 yards receiving since last season. I don't know if that's the case, but that's a pretty pretty crazy uh, stat if that's the truth. I don't think anybody could really guard him, so to speak, unless they double him. You know what I mean? Like, that's just me, though. For real. Honestly, one of the most productive. If, like, I think this season, um, if all goes according to plan, they will replace Mahomes and Kelsey as the most dynamic quarterback tight end duo. I don't think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Mahomes. I just think that Derek plays with Waller better than Mahomes plays with Kelsey. I think it's a fair assumption. But yeah, put some fucking respect on them. I uh, hope they don't abandon the run like they did with with uh, with Jacobs week one as they did in week two because you're going to need that run game against the Steelers. Um, that defense is just way too vaunted. They're not going to be throwing zero blitzes the entire game, I don't think. But yeah, what do you guys think about the defensive performance? I think it was great. I mean, they caused turnovers when they needed it. It's uh, apparently better than it was last year. That's for sure. After one week, it's apparently better. Yeah. Are you saying that they're like, going to show their true colors maybe possibly in the future? Well, I mean, either way, I feel like no matter what happens from now on, they're definitely better from last year. Facts. So you got Steelers Raiders coming up next week. Take Raiders by three. But if the Steelers win, I don't suspect them to blow out the Raiders. It would definitely be by a field goal or less. What do you think, James? I'm gonna go with the the Raiders winning by a touchdown. Wow. Derek Carr throws a touchdown to Waller. Listen, I said it earlier in the show. I think Roethlisberger is washed. I think he's about to get fucking exposed this season. You said he was great. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I huh. think that their defense, our defense, the the Raiders defense was gonna put up uh, some good numbers against them. They're gonna put up a good fight against the Steelers and their, their offense. Is no joke, man. There's plus one turnover right now. Mm-hmm. It might even be a low-scoring game because of how their our Raiders defense and the Steelers defense are really nice. Like, yeah, I mean they have a rookie running back who's trying to make a name for himself. Failed to do so week one. He's going to be trying to do it in week two. That uh, run defense just has to stay fucking vaunted, man. Yeah, because the Ra- the Raiders pass pass defense is nicer this year. I feel for sure, for sure, for sure, hands down. That pass rush is there. That run defense, all the pieces seem. To be there, right? Seem to be there. Um, I think this will be a good test because that 
Steeler offense is going to be looking to have a fucking show out performance after that pitiful. Yeah. And keep in mind, uh, Roethlisberger doesn't run. You know, I mean, he's he's not a runner, so it's it's going to be a lot different because Lamar, he's a runner, so he got away. There were a lot more plays that should have been sacks that got elongated because of Lamar's athleticism. Tremendous athleticism. Jesus, man. I say I say Max Crosby has more more sacks this this coming game. Wow, than he had two last game, buddy. But with the with a non mobile quarterback, for sure, I think he has more sacks for sure. Three sacks for Max Crosby predicted by James. Three sacks? I'll take it. Three yeah, sacks? I'll take that. You said more than two. More than two. Yeah, more than two for sure. There you go. That's three. That's 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 five sacks in two games. That's not too bad, man. Pretty good, man. That's a quarter of what? I, ju- I just hope to see uh, uh Colin Colin Farrell in and Colin Pat. Farrell. Farrell. What's his name? Cleland. Cleland. Cleland Farrell in some pads at least. I want to see that. Bro, let's see this guy suit up. Yeah, at least see what pads. this defense is pads. like at full capacity. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's been the show. That is the Stay Low Podcast. For real. We love to be here, man. We love glad NFL football, and we're glad it's back. I want to give a huge shout-out to Samaj Melson and James Mena for coming aboard, doing the show with me. Especially glad when the Raiders win. It's always a pleasure Seriously, coming on when the Raiders cool. win. It's a better week. It's always a great week. I want to give a huge shout-out to Salad Bites Media for uh, letting us do our thing on the audio and the video. Oz is great. As always. Our, uh, truly inspired madness. Truly. You um, guys get it. <laughs> I don't you guys remember to fucking keep low. Uh, oh, wait, sorry, stay low. That's the branding, right? <laughs> stay low. Keep those feet moving, fuckers. <laughs> Appreciate y'all tapping in. This has been another episode, and we will see you next week on the Stay Low Podcast. Let's go.